so ashley welcome to injury time again thanks for doing this um, how how is everything going on you are in quarantine right now seasons about to start how are you looking forward to it yeah it's uh, it's okay obviously just got to get over this little hurdle of quarantine which is not ideal um you know what i'm like like to uh control controllables but unfortunately when you you're in a bubble um which is unfortunate but um we'll get around that we'll we'll not dive too much into the the negatives and we'll just concentrate on positives and that's working hard we've had a really good um 10 11 week pre-season uh, we've had lots of improvement with our players and obviously we're looking forward now to to get in the games i think we just had long enough where it wasn't too long um and now we're really looking forward for the for the start of the league so if you look at the season it seems very uh, difficult to call like who's going to be the best team or generally there are favorites you know things like that how do you look at it like do you see anybody as favorites i think uh, ramgaz is one of the favorites who are going into it or at least some that there is a huge ex- expectations because of you and because of the players that you have yeah i mean um i don't think there's too many favorites i think if you was picking a favorite you'd be looking at mohammedan you'd be looking at gokhlam churchill brothers uh, shrinidhi as well are, are certainly going to have a chance rajasthan have obviously recruited some good foreigners so all of a sudden there's there's five candidates there but then as we know about indian football there's a a hotbed of of good indian players that come from the northeastern regions and there's a few northeastern sides so you can never discount them um and obviously you know we're all in the same boat with um you know again coming back to that inward if you like uncontrollables where pitch timings you know pitch availability travel referees you know you never quite know what you're going to get in the in the i league um so that's going to be tough so i don't think there's an out and out stand out favorite and then obviously we have ourselves um you know we've got a the fortunate to have a good owner with uh, a good company that's that's obviously wanting to do things the right way so that will give us a tag as well and an expectation um but we're not we're not too fussed about that we we just here to improve day to day and and do what we can and and try and be be competitive as we can you know it's not the end of the world for me if we don't win it um but we're not here obviously not to win it so what would you say is the target then like i have known you for all the time that you were in bangalore and uh, you always wanted to win you always wanted to perform so for you personally what would be the target this year yeah to me it would be to win every game um because you know to win every game in training is always my target um i don't you know i'm like and not fussed about doing my talking in interviews or doing my talking like people like to go on social media and people like to i don't know um advertise themselves on linkedin and there's a few ex indian coaches that seem to love that kind of stuff and i can do this and i can do that and we do this and we do that it's for me just keep my head down keep my mouth shut and and just put on a good product and be competitive and uh, we'll fight for every lost cause or every little inch we can get is something that we'll do and uh, i've always said you concentrate properly you work hard you do your talking on the pitch and everything normally looks after itself so everybody is talking about the team as a whole the team that you've assembled there is a lot of players that you've known for a long time the players who are slightly older than what they what they were when they worked with you so what do you think of the team composition no it's good i've uh, been really impressed with our younger players um you know we've had some massive improvements with them um so that's first and foremost which is really pleasing regards my other players that are signed whether that's older whether that's pushing 33 or whether it's 31 
27-28, which I think Shankar is something around that. It was more about getting the balance right and um, getting some people that know how I work. So it wasn't a complete shock to, to 25, 28 players, um, you know, to, to cushion that blow a little bit, you know, to maybe explain to some of the other players that, you know, stick with him, stick with us. This is how we work. This is how we get successful. You know, look at what we've done in the past with, with players that have gone on to play for India. Um, I always thought that because the club's vision obviously is, you know, we want to be here and we want to try and win it. We're not, we're not here to build for five years, although we are as a club. But they've already had one season. This season, they want to make a real impact and they want to, you know, they want to chase that title. And to come in with a, a nine, ten-week preseason and have 28, 29 brand new players, some younger players as well, and, and try and bring all that, you know, education and knowledge into all of them at the same time would have been tough. So it was trying to get the balance, trying to get a, a couple of people that can also explain what I've done before and you know if, if some of the players don't quite understand some of the things maybe some of my older players can explain it to them you know off the field when I'm not around um, and also the players that we signed were signed for the right reason I wouldn't just sign them for the sake of them you know I was always uh, always knew that they were capable of, of upping the workload and improving again um, and that's what we found so now I think we have a, a good balance there's no given player that's going to start for us. It's all very competitive. You know, we've got it down to a, you know, a squad where I believe every single player can play a minute. There's nobody here just for the ride or for the sake of it. And hopefully uh, that will stand us in good stead. So you've been sort of out of coaching in India for, you know, uh, three, four years now. Has the players changed in that time, the way when you see the new younger players, have they changed the way the attitude, how they react to you? Has it changed in that time? And how much have you missed uh, being out on the field and, you know, uh, putting them through their paces? Yeah, I think the, the first bit of the question is, um, I don't think it's changed too much. There's more younger players around, more available. You know, there's quite a lot of players. It takes you a while to, to understand where everybody is again. Um, you know, which, which young players are coming through. Obviously, we've been looking at the league that started at the minute, which is the ISL, and been impressed with a load of the younger players. So it looks like the generation is maybe getting a little bit younger. Um, you know, it's probably harder now for those 31, 32, 33, 34-year-olds to stay in the game because there's other players coming through underneath, which is really competitive. So I think it's made the older players pull in the belts a little bit. I think in the past, those older, older players could have played till they were 40 and still got a club. Um, but now, you know, that's that's getting less. So I think the retirement age from from Indian football players is is coming down, which is a good sign, um, which means there's more competitive players coming through underneath, which is which is always good because it keeps them all the players on their toes. And if they're not good enough, they go out of the game and the younger ones come through. So uh, so that's been good. And and regarding missing being on the grass, I think you always miss that as a coach. You know, you forget how much you enjoy it. You forget that how rewarding it is when you when you put something on and you see it come together in a game or when you improve a player regards whichever element that is, whether it's fitness, tactical, technical, and you can see the improvement and you can see them getting better, then that's obviously rewarding as well because it, it reminds you that maybe you're doing something right and an improvement is always good no matter what you do. So in this version of Ashley Westwood, let's call it uh, Ashley 2.0, what is the difference that you can see in terms of uh, tactics and, you know, sort of how you are look, approaching the games? Yeah, I think obviously like, like any 
coach or any good manager, you, you need to adapt. You know, Alex Ferguson, who I worked under for quite a few years and and, and have good contact with, was the best at that, uh, adapting, whether that was swapping his assistance, whether that was changing his approach, whether that was refreshing his squad and getting rid of players and finding new ones. Uh, he always adapted, which is why he spent, you know, 30-odd years at the top of his game. Um, you know, for me, I've, I've definitely added some elements. I've definitely adapted in some ways. Um, I've definitely looked at, you know, there's always something new coming out. There's always some new fitness drill. There's always some new way of training. I think what's important is, is you know, your contact, your contact umbrella. You know, I've been fortunate to go away and, and study a lot. Um, you know, was, was very fortunate to complete the English Pro Licence, um, you know, probably about three years ago, which opens up, you know, a big alumni group. You know, many high-level contacts in that, that you can call upon. Check your training, check your GPS, check your systems and technologies and, and make sure it's aligned with the best in the world um, because you have that you know, that open contact umbrella, which is which is really important for your adaptability. You know, you never know everything in football. You don't know, you know, 10% of what there is to know in football. What you've got to keep doing is keep learning and keep improving. And that's something that I try to do by regular contact with the best in the world. Coming into this season, um, you spoke a little bit about your team. Have you played any pre-season games? Uh, anything that you want to improve on the team or how has it shaped up so far? Is happy with the results? Yeah, we've played, uh, I think we've played seven or eight preseason games. Um, you know, we, we tried to be progressive and we didn't want to jump straight into a game. We had a lot of, you know, pre-work to be done, a lot of injury prevention work to be done. You know, a huge periodization that we had to go through before we was ready for a game. Because obviously, yeah, we wanted to keep our squad tight, competitive and injury-free. Um, and that was something that was always on my mind with my first step. You know, get the 10 weeks under the belt and into the bubble with no injuries um, and that's something that we've accomplished so for me that was a huge step in the right direction that for me was hurdle one uh, processed and, and broken through um, so we, we were we were tried to be clever with what we did with that and use the time wisely and then the game started um, to be honest I, I can't even remember too many of the results um, I wasn't concerned about any of the results it was just about the progression of your, your 45 minutes your 60 minutes your 75 minutes and trying to get everybody equal game time, which is tough. Um, you know, when you've got a squad of 28 players to try and get all those players quite equal and in the same levels, same fitness levels to enter the, the bubble, I feel is always hard. But we did the best we can. Um, we didn't want to play too many direct competitors from our league, um, you know, because we want to keep that fresh when we play. And we had a, a couple of games against the day, we played the Indian Arrows, um, we played a few local sides from Calcutta, which we was very grateful for. And, and we just tried to use games as part of our periodization, as part of our training times and, and our progression to the start at the end of the day. Um, for me, you know, we weren't disrespecting any tournament like the Durand Cup or the AFI Shield. It just didn't fit into the way we wanted to work and what we had in mind and what targets we had. Um, you know, we're trying to peak at the right time and we didn't want any distractions from that, which is the reason why we didn't compete in any of those tournaments. Um, you know, AFA Shield, you can play six games in 20, 21 days. Um, you know, you've got the issues of if your 11's playing, only two foreigners can play. You know, what are you doing with the rest of the squad? Can you train? Can you get them all up to the same speed? So for me, it's hard enough as it is with uh, the distraction of a tournament that didn't fit into the way we wanted to work. I'm not saying that that would never happen next year when we, 
you know, when I've come into the club a bit longer, when we can organise something, then maybe that becomes part of your periodization where you're looking to peak. Um, but for me, it was always about the first 10, 11 weeks entering this bubble in the best possible state we could. And if that meant playing 15 pre-season friendlies, one pre-season friendly, that was always going to be planned, you know, specifically uh, in the right periodization for us to go where we want to go. And in terms of foreigners, again, um, very strong British flavour to it, like uh, when you had previously also. So, how are you? Are you happy with? Uh, obviously, you're happy. Like, what? What do you think they bring to your uh, side? Because you had those really tough foreigners even uh, in your previous teams. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when I was at Bengaluru, I was two central defenders, one midfielder, one forward uh, as my foreign positions. But in amongst that, obviously, we had Sunil Chetri, which you know is arguably as good as most foreigners. Um, so I was always looking at, do we need two central defenders, which is the right balance, two midfielders. So we decided to go the way we had, which was a, a defender, a, a midfielder, and, and a forward and a versatile forward. Um, Joseph Bell was already here. So I had a good chat with him a couple of times in the summer, explained to him how I like to work and you know asked him the questions and, and challenged him, could he, could he work how I wanted to? And he did. And he, he accepted that. And he's, he's not put a foot wrong since. So he's been very good regards delivering what I expect from him. And then obviously uh, English central defender and, and two forwards to try and get the right balance. Um, you know, we tried to bring seasoned professionals in. We tried to bring some reliability in, um, you know, some consistency. We weren't looking for somebody who could be 10 out of 10 one week and three out of 10 the other week. You know, we wanted to try and attain a, a certain level of consistency and we believe the players we've got. We'll, uh, we'll be here for the right reasons. We'll be here to show their ch- talents to India. And they're also very ambitious. You know, they've not come here to get paid and and stay, you know, on a certain pay bracket for the rest of their lives. They're here to go and show the rest of India what they've got to offer and and see if uh, if that takes them to the heights of the heights. And, and hopefully they will. And hopefully they do it with our club as well. So one of the things that you are very good at is to improve players. Right? We've seen it. A lot of them went on to play for the national team. So can we expect something similar here as well? Because uh, there are someone, some people who sort of need a second win, a lot of youngsters, like you said. So can we expect something similar to see them move up the rank? And is that a problem? Yeah. Because if they do very well, the ISL teams will come calling. Well, I, I hope to, to do that because if someone picks up our players, uh, yeah. there's an interest because they're good players. Um, and if they, they, you know, if we get interest, then that's down to our club obviously, to try and retain them. Uh, you know, we're here to improve. That's my job. The rest is business, which is nothing to do with me. Um, you know, I always stick to what's my job, what's my field, and that's to train players and improve them and get them in and amongst the, the national teams. You know, I believe that we'll have a good crack at doing that. I've got, you know, some good players already in my mind that I think could be good enough with a bit more development. They've certainly got potential. They've shown that already with with the 10 weeks improvement. And, and let's see if that adds to our... Our mission and our mission, first and foremost, is to to go out, put a good product, be competitive, fight for every lost cause, show some desire, and, and to hopefully win some football matches. Um, you know, if if they didn't have that, they wouldn't be here anyway. Uh, we'd quickly get rid of them, and then it's up to everybody else to judge and and see where they are and, and and how good they can be. But for me, I'm happy with them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. I've already chopped and changed one or two, uh, which I don't feel can help us. And that's what I'll always do. Um, I'll always make sure that the squad's highly competitive. Otherwise, uh, we just lose people and we stick to what we do. 
So, uh, returning to India, have you, like, did you keep up with what is happening in Indian football while you were away? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've been, you know, the whole time I came to India from, you know, I came 2013, June, July time. You know, I quickly found a role on, on television, uh, you know, the, the, the beginning of 2014. And I've always retained that contact with the, with the television uh, channels. You know, I've been working for those right the way through. I've never stopped with that. So I've got many Indian friends, producers, directors, you know, anchors, football experts, and we're always talking Indian footballs. And that also obviously brings an interest. So I've never, although I've been away, I've never been away from it. I still speak to a few of my old staff, obviously still have to listen to Paul Macefield's old boring stories day in, day out. So he keeps me up to date with who's who and what players are what. So I'm always aware of what's going on. Uh, and, you know, there's, I wouldn't say I know everything about Indian football. I probably don't know as much as Paul Macefield, but I certainly know enough to get by as a coach. And, and I know enough in regards to the recruitment perspectives to know where some players are. And, and like anything, like I mentioned before about upgrading my coaching skills by having good contacts, it's the same with Indian football. You know, you stick to what you know, you stick to who you know, and you're constantly speaking to, to try and learn something. So returning to India, why, why round glass? What was it about the team? that uh, brought you back to these shows because you, you won't sign for a team if, you're, if they're not ambitious. That, that much I know. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly what, um, you know, Roundglass want to be a leading contender in Indian football, you know, very similar to why my original club was set up. Um, you know, they want to put facilities down. They're in the middle of trying to build a, a world-class academy with, with the six training pitches is the plan. Try to own their own stadium. Um, like everything, it's a challenge in India in regards availability of land and planning permission and, and whatnot. But again, that's business side that doesn't matter to me. The, the first thing that mattered to me was the ambition, the plan and the intention of carrying out that plan. You know, we've all seen clubs before with plans. Sorry about that. Yeah. We've all seen clubs before with plans that, that can't carry it through or, or meet a roadblock and, and then get sidetracked. But this club, I believe, has, has, a, has a huge ambition. And that was the first thing that we spoke about. We didn't speak about contract length. We didn't speak about money. We just spoke about where do you want to go as a club? And does that interest me first and foremost? And that did. Um, and now all of a sudden, you know, we're here to try and make an impact in the I-League. And then hopefully that will kickstart or, or play alongside the other plans. I know they're, they're wanting to build, a, a, well, they are building. They've already got residential uh, kids in the academy they want to grow that should I say not build it they want to grow it to even more to expand that to give some you know pathway some dreams to Punjabi local children local kids and improve Punjabi sport which they also doing in in tennis and hockey as well um, so just a big scope um, and, and an idea and an enthusiasm which is what attracted me um, now all I need to do is keep up my side make us competitive in the football and and then hopefully they can keep up their side of the bargain and, and make us competitive regards facilities and investment and, and taking the club to the highest of the heights. So you obviously were uh, involved in setting up a team from the ground up. Now, this time around, it's probably not from the ground up, but you still had to sort of restructure the whole team. Is it easier the second time because you went through it the first time? Or you had different oh. people with you this time, right? No, I don't think it's any easier. Um, you know, we're still, uh, you know, building a, a team and trying to make it successful. Uh, we're still training our our Indian staff 
of, of what's required regards standards and, and excellence and, and day-to-day what we need to do to, to try and be successful. So we're still being a leader and, and, trying, to, and trying to do things correctly yourself um, to, to hopefully have other people to follow, which is what's happening. Um, you know, the rest of the stuff is, is stuff that's a, a work in process, like every club. You know, it's a new club, this. It's only just over 12 months old. And there's lots of stuff to be involved in. I think with the bubble and the situation, it's a little bit different. You know, you're not on the ground in Chandigarh. I'm not, I'm not where, where the, the facility is being developed. So I can't have too much of an input in that. You know, that's somebody else's business. You know, I've got to do uh, little little baby steps and, and steps in, in my field first. And obviously I'm here to, to offer advice and help when asked. But the main thing for me is concentrate on the first team you know, try and show a standard regards our first team, which does include, you know, lots of young lads. We've got three or four 17-year-olds. We've got some 20-year-olds, 19s. So that's kind of an academy-ish role anyway. And and show the academy coaches how we train at our first team level with our younger players. And hopefully, you know, we can start looking at their syllabus as well and they can train how we train and everything hopefully all comes together. So, you know, many people at this club are working hard. Uh, many people are, are doing their jobs in their fields. And obviously, we all come together and we're trying to achieve the same results. So anyone we should uh, be keeping an eye out for? from the Player-wise? Yeah. None, none. They're all absolutely rubbish and nobody's available. <laughs> okay, good answer. So, I want to ask you about the bubble. Um, obviously, it's a new experience for you. I mean, it is restrictive, but uh, how, how are you taking it? Because like you said, you like to be in control of things. You need things to be done a certain way. You know, all those... Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we've done the best we can with our bubble. Our, our bubble at first was a 10, 11 week bubble. Yes, it was restrictive regards. We can't go out into the community, but it's, it's a hotel where we can, you know, we can have our input regards the food, our timings, and we can have certain control. When I was talking about the other stuff, that was the six, the six day isolation bubble, which we're on day four now, but it's only six days. You know, we've tried to not concentrate too much on that. You know, we've tried to provide the players some extra stuff before we went into the rooms um, so we're equipped as best we can we're trying to keep active and that six days will quickly pass uh, regards the the earlier 10, 10 weeks 11 weeks is like anything in India you know you're trying to set standards you're trying to lead and, we, and we're constantly pushing and driving every day to try and achieve them we, we meet many hiccups on the way you know it can be a little bit tiring and tedious just just driving the standard every day and making sure it's it's you know it's attained but you know, that's part and parcel of, of coaching in India anyway. And we just try and do the best we can. Uh, we, we know we, we're organised on the field and we're as organised as we can be off the field. We just keep just pushing every day. And uh, in regards to the bubble, again, your teams have always been successful when they've got off to a good start. And especially being in a bubble where, you know, the mindset has to be perfect. How important is it for you to get off to the good start? I think with the games, you know, you're looking at 12 games, aren't you? 12 games in 60 days we've got. Um, you play each other once before the, the final round. So, you know, I don't think you can afford to, to lose too many games early doors um, because it's going to be hard to catch up. Um, so it's important when there's not a lot of games. You know, if there was 40, 50 games and, you know, maybe you could be a bit more tactical in your approach. You know, maybe you could play for a draw here or there or whatever. Um, but with, with the games running out almost as soon as you start, you know, it's important that you're competitive and you try and win every single game. So I think a good start will be imperative for everybody. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to lose the first three games because then all of a sudden you're trying to play catch up and 
you know, there's, there's 36 points to be played for in the first 12. And if you start off with zero from nine, you're obviously struggling straight away. You've only got 27 left to try and get. Um, and we need to we need to get to that standard as quick as we can. You had some fun games and stuff that you used to play in the field, you know, with the penalty shootout at the player and stuff like that. Are you still doing all of those? Yeah, we try to have a bit of fun as well. It's not all hard work. You know, we're always trying to look at some team building exercises, some fun in and around the hotel, you know, inventive, you know, proactive training where it's just not mundane. We try not to put the same session on day after day, um, you know, all different areas that we try, fun and games for the boys, different ideas for recovery sessions and, and whatever. And, uh, you know, that all bows to team spirit and it's about character really. Um, you know, it's about what, what bit of your personality can you bring across to the players? How those different players can mix? You know, staff's also equally important in that. And we've got a top little lad called Ganesh who adds to our team spirit as well, who gets involved. Everybody plays the part and it's all part of being cohesion. At the end of the day, you know, every single member of our staff, you know, we, we, we have 10, 11 members of staff. Uh, we had 30 players to start with, you know, over 40 people. We've got a couple of coach drivers as well. And everybody's involved. If you win, you want everyone to feel that they've played their part and everybody will play their part um, because they're all equally important. And that hopefully, you know, bows together. You win together, you lose together. And we're all part of the fun. Um, when, when we have fun and then we're all part of the serious business, when we get down, we do our work and we do it correctly and to the highest standard we can. Who's got the jersey? The jersey we normally bring out before the game, so we've not made one yet. But there's a few contenders early doors. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be. A, I'm sure there'll be a yellow jersey arriving soon. But uh, we might have to send uh, somebody outside to get it because we're not allowed to go to the shops. So uh, a couple of last questions. Uh, anything that you want to tell your fans uh, about the season coming? You know, the upcoming season. Yeah, we obviously can't promise league titles. We can't promise to win every game. But what we can promise. Is a good product regards our attitude, our desire, our work rate and our intention and our belief. Um, they're, they're given really. They're them non-negotiables. You know, we train as hard as we can. We play as hard as we can. And, uh, and we're trying to be an extension of the, of the round glass company. And that for me is good, good honest, hardworking approach. And that's something that, uh, you know, I can guarantee from my side. And I can 90% guarantee from my players. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here. The rest is up to them to to prove me right, and hopefully together we'll just give up. Uh, we'll give uh, a good, you know, product of ourselves, and hopefully we'll work hard and and enjoy some good times on the way. And how are you feeling about all of this coming into the season? Uh, you look you're slightly uh, you know older right now. You had the salt and pepper look going on. That's quite good. So how are you looking forward to the to the season? Try and get a bit of a Jose Mourinho look there, not by choice, <laughs> uh, probably by uh, genetics. So the old silver uh, Indian football Yeah, it's uh, no choice, unfortunately. I, I won't go down the de uh, the hair dye route. At least I've mm -hmm. got some hair and it's not bald, so that's one plus. Um, but now I've, I feel nice and fit. Uh, I've been keeping myself fit as well, ready for the challenge. And and now we're, we're ready. Uh, we're definitely ready for, for real games, competitive games. You know, we've worked, like I say, as hard as we can. And that time's come where we just want to get going now. Um, what are we, seven days, I think, away from a game, something like that. Seven, eight days. We're on the 19th, we play the 26th. So seven days. And that for me now, and I'm sure for the players, can't come quick enough. If that game was tomorrow, I'd be delighted. But seven more days to keep working, 
a few left on the grass and uh, we just want to get down to business now. It's, it's the time's come like any boxer. I think, you know, you train as hard as you can. You've got one eye on the goal and now we just want to get out there and start throwing some punches and that won't be at the referees. <laughs> I actually do like the look to be fair. Uh, I think this is quite a nice look. But the last question I wanted to ask the last time when you were here uh, coaching in Bangalore, you felt like you had just stopped playing and you felt like every now and then that you would be ready to go and play if need be. You would be sort of uh, on the touchline. That was the impression that we got. Would it be the same or have you are you going to be a different version of Ashley that you'd see on the touchline? No, no, certainly, definitely hungry. Uh, like to like to drive the squad on from the side. You know, I was always captain as a player. I always believe that my voice could influence a football pitch where I played. Um, so there's no reason why not to use that from the sideline. You know, I've got a lot of experience there. Um, you know, I've had 30 years in, in full-time football. I signed full-time at Manchester United at 15. Um, I actually signed for them when I was 10. So if, if I include the, the five years before I went full-time, it's 35 years. I've watched thousands of thousands of games. You know, the old 10,000 hours has been achieved. And, uh, you know, I've got some knowledge up there. I've not got the best knowledge in the world because obviously I wouldn't be sat where I am. But I believe I'm, I'm equipped to give some experience to the players. And if that means shouting for somebody to squeeze up from the back, to drop off, to press, whatever it may be, I would be doing that if I was playing and, and I still feel like I'm good enough to play, although I'm obviously not at 45. Um, but I definitely will be using my voice as, as much as I can without overstepping the mark. Ashley, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, all the best to you. We'll be watching from afar. It's sad that we can't be at the stadiums. But uh, yeah, we'll be watching from afar and uh, all the best for the season. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.